This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about that thing that every person, almost to a person, when you talk about this, they go, yeah. and that's sales, right? None of us want to be in sales. Got news for you, folks. All of us are in sales. Um, you know, and, and so there are definitely ways to do it, to make it easier, to make it better, to make it more successful. And now really is a time when we might be struggling. Um, you know, as we're recording this, we are in the middle of the pandemic. We're not networking. We're not going and meeting with clients face-to-face. So we might be having to really rethink what we're doing. So it's actually a great time to be doing this because we have time to be rethinking this. And so please join me in welcoming my guest to the program today. Welcome to Riley Meek. Hey, Deb. Happy to be here. This is going to be fun. Well, let me tell people about you and then we'll jump into this because this is really going to be interesting. So Riley Meek is the host of the Sales Conversion Podcast and founder and CEO of the Social Dynamic Selling System, which turns dinner seminar marketing into a science. After responding to a small ad on Craigslist in 2009, Riley was introduced to a new concept of selling, one in which radically changed his life forever. Having just $673 in his bank account, but more importantly, a burning desire for more, Riley went on to produce over $100 million in sales over the past nine years. Now that he has perfected his model through continual trial and error, he is sharing this learned wisdom and is on a mission to help other entrepreneurs and business owners achieve the revenue goals they have to live the lifestyles they desire. Everything he teaches is tried, tested, refined, and proven to create a predictable, sustainable, and scalable selling system. So again, Riley, welcome. Yeah, quite the, quite the intro. I appreciate it, Deb. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's great fun, and I'll ask you later to tell me what dinner seminar marketing is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but you know, as, as I mentioned, we all go sales. Ew. 
I mean, right. and, and, and it's because we have the connotation of the used car salesman, the person mm -hmm. who, you know, comes up and they're so smarmy that afterwards you're going, yeah, right. and you end up buying from them because, and you didn't want to, or more importantly, you don't buy from them, even if you needed the product or service because you just went, Ugh. Yep. That's what we think of when we think of sales. And of course, that's the opposite of, of what we need to be thinking about. So how is it that you discovered that this really is your passion in life? Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head is that, you know, we are all, we are all in sales, mm -hmm. no matter what business you think you're in, or, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. a, a one man show, what, man, if you're a, if you're a mailman, if you are a stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. you are in sales at, right. at the core of it because mm -hmm. we're all born with that innate ability to sell. And mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, as a child, as a baby, when we come out of the womb, our very first thing when we're hungry or we need a diaper mm -hmm. change, what do we do? We, we cry. Right. Right. You get somebody's attention. Exactly mm -hmm. right. And, and we do that up until the point where we, we you know, our mommy or daddy give in. Mm -hmm. Right. So we learn just in, intuitively, we learn if we, you know, stimulate a, mm -hmm. we're going to get a response and right. that's crying up until we can actually verbalize mm -hmm. and use our, our words to, to get what we want. So, but at the, at the core of what sales really is, because I, I want it, I want to make it clear that it isn't a negative thing or it shouldn't right. be. I understand why people have mm -hmm. that, that connotation to it. Just if you look over the last, you know, three, four decades of what sales was, what that looked like back mm -hmm. in the, the 80s, you know, the Tin Man, the, the used mm -hmm. car sales guy, Slick, right. Slick Rick, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. Um, it was. It is like you have a conversation with them and you mm -hmm. feel like you need to go take a shower mm -hmm. afterwards because right. it's like gross. <laughs> and, and those guys are still out there. Don't get me wrong. They're still right. out there. But I, at the core or the root of what sales really is, if you take the Norwegian root of that mm -hmm. word, sellier really means to serve. Oh. And and if you if you go about it in that that realm or that mm -hmm. that facet to serve if you're if you if you have a true product or a service that you really believe in mm -hmm. that helps people at the core of it that's what you're doing mm -hmm. right of course you're you're trying to get them to make the purchase to to make money because that's what we you know how we make the mm -hmm. world go round and make a living provide for our families is to sell our products and services um, but if if you're going about it in a way in which you're truly providing a value to somebody, mm -hmm. take that mindset, you know, that of sales is a bad four letter word, you know, to that you are actually serving and providing right. a good product or mm -hmm. service to somebody that's going to just help all sales interactions, you know, moving forward that you are truly there. And, and if you have that conviction that you're providing that product or service to serve, um, that will help your overall sales process. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, with whatever product or service right. it is that you're selling. But, you know, in coming back even to, you know, we're all in sales. What I often mean by that is, you know, we're, uh, if you're married, if you're in a relationship of any sort, you better believe you're in sales. Right. I mean, I'm every mm -hmm. single day I'm selling my wife on why she shouldn't leave me. Right. Like <laughs> it's, it's, you know, because I, I want to keep her around. Right. right. Or if, mm -hmm. even if you're a parent, you know, mm -hmm. I have an eight-year-old daughter. Her name is oh, Ellie. Oh, yeah. You're selling yeah. all the time. And she's, she's reciprocating, right? Oh, she is. Absolutely. And, and man, children are the best sales mm -hmm. reps because they don't quit. They are oh, relentless. and especially <laughs> little girls and their daddies. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there, there's something special about what they can, you know, how they can mm -hmm. manipulate their, mm -hmm. their, especially their daddies to, mm -hmm. to get what they want. Right. Um, because part of it is kind of the, the squeaky wheel always, always mm -hmm. gets the grease. And, but that is a learned response that even as kids, you know, what I had mentioned before, we're, we're, 
starting out from crying to get a response. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, you know, it's no different than Pavlov's dogs right. in that they, you know, the ring the bell and they would immediately mm -hmm. start to salivate. If, mm -hmm. if you're giving into it, uh, at, at some point, your kids mm -hmm. learn the squeaky wheel gets right. the grease, and that's why right. they're relentlessly mm -hmm. annoying little brats <laughs> because mm -hmm. there's no there's no like discipline involved, mm -hmm. um, which creates you know just that that type of environment mm -hmm. where uh, you know can can be taken from a a positive perspective, mm -hmm. uh, but also can be taken in, in a negative perspective mm -hmm. too. That you do get you, you we do kind of um, ingrain the that kind of used car type salesman. Mm -hmm aspect into them if if they keep asking and asking and asking as much as I love mm -hmm. that from my daughter because she she knows what she wants mm -hmm. there still needs to be like boundaries of right. okay honey, like daddy said no we're, we're not enough right <laughs> 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 absolutely so I mean I I love sales uh just from from that perspective mm -hmm. because you know starting er early out when I when I was man I grew up in South Dakota small small town South Dakota and there wasn't a lot of opportunity there. And my, my very first job um, wasn't in sales. It was mm -hmm. actually to make pizza at our, our local gas station. I was, mm -hmm. I was 15 years of age and mm -hmm. I didn't really, um, my, my parents didn't ask me to get a job or anything, but right. I just felt like it was something that I sh should mm -hmm. do. Uh, I was more than capable and, mm -hmm. you know, I was got my driver's license mm -hmm. and wanted to impress you the girls. You needed spending money. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, I took this job and at, at the, at the time, minimum wage was $5 and 15 cents an hour. Mm -hmm. And of course, as a 15 year old, that's what you're, you're getting minimum right. wage. And, um, I worked one shift. It was during the summer. Um, one shift, I worked eight hours. And at the end of that shift, I did the math in my head and I thought, there's no way I'm ever doing this again. So my, literally my, my first shift was my, my last oh. shift. <laughs> um, because I was like five, you know, eight hours times five, 40 bucks, the government gets a percentage. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the heck did I just do for the right. last eight hours? You came out in the hole. Exactly. Uh, so and nothing negative against that because what, what really bothered me about that was not that they put that value on my time because an employer puts a value on your, mm -hmm. em, the employee's time. Right. Like your work. And they have to, mm -hmm. they have to absolutely 10 bucks an hour, 15, 20 bucks, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And if, cause if you're not going to do it, they'll find somebody else to do it. That's the value that they put on that time. Mm -hmm. So what really made me mad was that I allowed them to put that value on my time. Cause mm -hmm. I knew even at the age of 15, I knew my time was worth well more mm -hmm. than $5 and 15 cents an hour. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, I really started to look in what are, what's out there? What are the options? Mm -hmm. Cause I'm, I'm thinking like future I'm in high school. Like, what am I going to do for a living mm -hmm. provide? You know, I know, I know some people don't even think about that, but that was a thought that I, I had it, you mm -hmm. know, as a, as a young kid, it's like, what, how am I going to provide a, for my family mm -hmm. And make, how am I going to get that cool car? How am I going right. to, you know, get that house on the lake or whatever it is? So, how are you going to not be in South Dakota? <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Yeah. So, if you do, if you do kind of flash forward a few years, um, literally the day I graduated high school, I moved up to Minnesota, which is where we reside, you know, mm -hmm. part time. Now, we also have a, a condo down in Florida and on mm -hmm. Clearwater Beach. So, we're kind of, we get the best of both worlds. We get mm -hmm. the beautiful summers up here and the lakes in Minnesota. And then the, the beautiful winters in, in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, but that, so fa fast forward that um, at the time, you know, between the age of 15 to 18, I really, I, I dove into as much personal development that I possibly could. Because I knew that 
schooling in itself wasn't going to give me what I needed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was, I was able to learn and memorize certain subjects and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, did well in school, but I knew that that wasn't going to get me to the level of what I wanted mm-hmm. to do in my career life and my path. And so mm-hmm. I read lots of different books just on personal development and mindset. And I actually, I, I was involved with a, a network marketing company because at, at 15, it's like, I don't know, what can I do? What can I sell? Right. Uh, and, you know, from a business opportunity, mm-hmm. my family was, was really involved with this company called Herbalife, which is right. still around mm-hmm. a multi-billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would attend like these weekly meetings these, mm-hmm. or excuse me, mm-hmm. monthly meetings. Mm-hmm. And man, I completely drank the Kool-Aid on, mm-hmm. on this company, which it, I, I loved the- They're very successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I loved the, the, just the environment that mm-hmm. I could be around like- mindsetted people mm-hmm. where it was like everybody had a big vision and you know 99% of them never achieved it but right. it was still like right. th- there was a vision that, that mm-hmm. i mean we could we could learn from industry experts mm-hmm. and 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 just kind of network and be a risk cuz surrounding mm-hmm. yourself with those type of people is so so important right. mm-hmm. um you know really you know the, the five people that you surround yourself mm-hmm. with is going to make you you know better or worse. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I realized that at a young age. And so w- when I moved up to Minnesota, um, one of the things that I didn't really like about network marketing was you're always like hitting up your friends and your family, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, right. I just, I didn't. And pretty soon they run when they see exactly. you, right? Exactly right. And part of the thing too, is all of my family was already in it. So literally, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I didn't have anybody, everybody right. already. Yeah, no one is drinking to. That Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when I came up to Minnesota, I, I, we had to get creative of like, all right, what do we, how am I going to find cold traffic? How do I reach yeah. people that don't know mm-hmm. me at the point mm-hmm. at this point? And so uh, we, we got creative and ended up putting together this little ad in these, these newspapers. Um, and it was, it, we were selling like nutritional supplements at the time. And it was mm-hmm. um, the ad that I put in was we pay you to lose weight. And my phone rang off the hook. It was oh, unbelievable. Yeah. And this is all through trial and error. And I didn't really understand what I was doing at the time, but my phone started ringing and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I had to build out these scripts. Mm-hmm. I had to build out this little presentation mm-hmm. of like packages, good, better, best. And this was like really my, my beginning stages mm-hmm. of what sales really was. It's like mm-hmm. people were then, I was scheduling appointments, they were coming in and I would present, you know, go through kind of a needs analysis of where they're struggling, what their issues are, what their goals are. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, basically identifying the need and then attaching what I had as a, as a, to solve the need. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and then from there, simply if they wanted it, great. If not, mm-hmm. no big deal. But I was getting them creating sense of urgency. I was getting them to be able to make a decision. And again, whether it was yes or no was, was fine. I was still able to get them to make a decision because most people do not make decisions. We are procrastinators right. mm-hmm. in nature, mm-hmm. right? And and they need a reason to cr- to make that decision. And again, I don't care if it's no, that's fine. At least I can move on to the next right. prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the and, let me think about it is one oh, of the gosh. worst things you can hear. Ugh, yeah, my skin, I just got goosebumps here and that. Like, man, <laughs> Sorry. <a> <laughs> Uh, so, so that was like the, the early beginning. And b- before I knew it, by the, t- by the time I was 19, I was retailing over 10 grand a month with Whoa. these nutritional supplements. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I got my first BMW. I thought, man, this is it. I'm, 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 I'm really something here. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I realized was what I was doing was not something that was really duplicatable. It was okay. all based 100% on my own efforts. And as much as I loved what I was doing, I was working 
16 hour days. Right. Like it was long, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. even have time to drive mm-hmm. my BMW. And, and, um, I realized that it wasn't going to be something long-term that I wanted to continually pursue. And so mm-hmm. I, that was kind of my, my first realization of like, I needed a system. I needed mm-hmm. something in, you know, that, that I, I wouldn't have to be like in the, you know, the network marketing world, it's, they always talk about, uh, 1% of 100 people effort mm-hmm. efforts versus hundred percent of your own efforts. And that's what I really loved and bought into because you want that, like you want to sit on the beach and still know you're collecting a check. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, that was like my desire then. Now mm-hmm. I don't think I could ever not work a mm-hmm. day in my life just because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that, that was like my, my thought process or desire back then. So I kept looking at different opportunities and, and having additional money to be able to, to, um, you know, invest into different things or just to be able to have some f- flexibility and freedom, mm-hmm. you know, fast forward a couple more years through different, uh, sales jobs and, and things that I w- was going through. I ended up, um, landing an opportunity in, in Mexico, in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, mm. in which a, a different company, but they were opening up operations down mm-hmm. there. And I thought, man, this is it. I can get on like what, you know, they call the ground level. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can really build this, this business here. And so I ended up, um, my, my wife and I had a condo here in, in Minneapolis mm-hmm. or Edina, one of the metro uh, suburbs here. Um, we had a condo that we rented out. My wife was pregnant at the time, mm-hmm. um, but we thought we're going to really, well, this is it. That we're gonna, This right. is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And we committed and um, flew down and spent five months in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, wow. growing this business. Mm-hmm. Th- things were going well. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Like work by day, sit by the beach at night, mm-hmm. have a couple cervezas. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it was a wonderful time. Uh, but about five months into this, the government shut us down. Oh. They said, no more. And, and, uh, I don't think enough, I don't think to be truthful, I don't think enough palms were greased for allowing that company to, to uh-huh. be, which is, yeah, the way it works in a yeah. lot of places. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, I found myself, um, on a flight back to the States here and on that flight, I I'd pretty much invested everything that I had mm-hmm. monetarily, you know, into this opportunity mm-hmm. down there. And on the flight back, I actually had the realization that not only was I virtually you know, broke, mm-hmm. but I was, I had rented out my condo for a year. Right. I had one year lease. This guy right. was staying in my, so I was like homeless. Uh, and you the, had pregnant wife. Pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So you can imagine all these thoughts going on in my head. Mm-hmm. We found ourselves um, sleeping on my sister's couch for a few months. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was what I kind of called like my midlife crisis. I hope mm-hmm. I live longer than that, right. but but um, it this was would have making been, you really think through things. It really was. Mm-hmm. It really was. And this would have been 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was just looking for like the next opportunity of what, mm-hmm. what was I going to do? Cause you know, financially highs and lows as a lot of mm-hmm. entrepreneurs have experienced. And if you haven't yet, you will, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but there's, there's peaks and valleys in, in any, you know, endeavor that, mm-hmm. that we're going through. And, but this is just one of my kind of ultimate lows mm-hmm. where financially things were tight, mm-hmm. um, pregnant wife, baby on the way. Mm-hmm. It was just like, what am I, what the heck are we going to do mm-hmm. here? And I was looking for the next opportunity and of all places, a few months into this of just kind of soul searching, what are we going to do? You know, I knew I could always go get a job, mm-hmm. but that was never, you know, not out right. of an option. You, Cause I was going to, you gonna, weren't going to be destitute. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was just, I, I was just, I felt like there was something more for me. And, and of all places, Deb, I came across this ad on Craigslist. Mm. And uh, which, if you remember, you know, it's still around, of course, but right. back, this would have been the early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, maybe 2005 at the time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and and the, the, all this ad, it literally just said, work three days a week and make 10,000 bucks. And I thought, that yeah, sounds good. Right. It sounds good, but I thought, yeah, no but, way. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, major skepticism. Absolutely. But of course, I had to, I had to inquire upon yeah. it, right? It was like, what no is this all about? that. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I, I ended up hopping on the phone with this gentleman, and he started talking to me about doing these, these presentations to groups of people. And it didn't really hit home for me what he what he really meant Mm -hmm. Um, I was just like okay okay well tell me how I can make 10,000 bucks and he said Mm -hmm. you know what why don't you come on down I've got an event it was a couple hour drive from me Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't like I had anything else going on so I I hopped in the car and I ended up walking into this room and this gentleman um, there was like 20 to 25 people sitting in this room facing forward Mm -hmm. eagerly like literally eagerly listening to what he had to say Mm -hmm. and he was talking about his products and how they could help and then dinner came out and then at the end of dinner he simply asked for an appointment to Mm -hmm. meet with him so for for those that wanted to know more how much it was going to be for Mm -hmm. for their project um, they they scheduled an appointment so out of those 20 to 25 he collected seven actual appointments to meet with him the very next day in which he was able to then, you know, close Mm -hmm. probably half, half of those deals. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't follow up with him the next Mm -hmm. day, but it, that it completely blew my mind Mm -hmm. because everything that I had done up until this point was always Mm one-on-one, like just like how we're interacting Mm -hmm. now. I would sit down, Mm -hmm. do a a full blown presentation. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And dependent upon how long those presentations were, you know, it could be one, two, up to you know, I remember some of the early products I sold, there'd be like a three hour presentation in hopes that they would buy. Mm -hmm. And as much as I I loved the idea, you know, in sales, they talk a lot about, um, you can earn what you're worth, you know, Mm -hmm. as an independent contractor, you you earn what you're worth, your income earning ability is uncapped. Mm -hmm. As much as I wanted to believe that I didn't really believe that because Mm -hmm. I knew, again, my own efforts is it's Mm -hmm. based solely on how much I could put into it. And Mm -hmm. partly based upon how much time is in the day. Like right. I can only do a certain right. amount of presentations mm-hmm. in one day until I'm emotionally exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, it just, when he, when he delivered this presentation, he did one presentation, hour and a half or so, mm-hmm. and then he got seven actual appointments. And it, it mm-hmm. rocked my world because I was like, holy cats, if he could do that with one presentation, mm-hmm. heck, I'll do a presentation every single week or, right. or every single day right. and collect right. these appointments. Mm-hmm. Because so it was not only leveraging his time, mm-hmm. which I think is the most valuable mm-hmm. thing we have, but also his marketing dollars mm-hmm. by grouping people together. Right. And so my mind just started spinning, and I thought, mm-hmm. "Holy cow! What 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 could I sell through this format?" So mm-hmm. I actually took a, a few of his ideas of what he was offering. I added mm-hmm. a few of our own, and within a couple months, I had hosted my first presentation. Mm-hmm. And really not knowing what I thought, this can't be that hard. I could figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I, I picked a town. We, I sent some direct mail, little postcards. I got mm-hmm. a few people to, to RSVP. And at, at the time too, Deb, remember I, I was, I mean, close to broke, right? Right, I, I, right. I, I, so I, you I, weren't inviting them to a filet mignon uh, no, dinner. No, 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 mm-hmm. definitely not. I, I wish, but I had, I had a, a 673 bucks in my bank account. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned that in my, mm-hmm. my intro in my bio and mm-hmm. I had that in a credit card and I had mm-hmm. a, a hope and a, a vision yep. and that's what I was going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I did my first event. I picked up a few sales from it. I learned a ton mm-hmm. and I invested that, that money into another event mm-hmm. and I invested that into another event and I started to learn different aspects of this mm-hmm. on, on how people make buying decisions. Right. 
And, and by the end of that year, so this would have been July of 2011 mm-hmm. in which we hosted our first events. Mm-hmm. Fast forward six months to the end of that year, mm-hmm. we had done 2.1 million in sales. Wow. And what were it was, you selling? <laughs> this is the funniest thing. We were selling insulation, LED lighting, weather stripping. Things so definitely just, not sexy. I mean, you weren't selling you know, a condo not. somewhere. But, and, no. and it's funny because we make faces at that. But those are things that people need. It, absolutely. Absolutely. And you hit it on the head. It was it, because it, the funniest thing is I am the least mechanical person on the face <laughs> of this earth to the point where these pictures behind me you see here, my wife hung those because I, she wouldn't let me. I mean, I, 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 there's I'm, mm-hmm. exactly right. So it's funny that I was selling like these kind of mm-hmm. home remodeling mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. products um, certainly nothing I had any passion for. I, I mean, but what, what they did is we, I, we identified a need. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's out there like, okay, th- th- even this sounds cool mm-hmm. or I don't have a product or service, really just think about like, what is a need that's out right. there right now? Right. And, and right now with COVID that things are mm-hmm. going on, there's different needs that oh, have, totally different have come needs. about mm-hmm. versus what maybe were needs four months ago. And so constantly being aware mm-hmm. of what's going on in the marketplace right. is, is a key component. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and from, from there, it was like identifying a need. How do I get people to take action? So, you know, an issue at the time would have been high utility bills. Mm-hmm. And so by re-insulating the attic and, and putting in LED lighting, lowering the overall right. wattage brings mm-hmm. down their utility bill. It was simple, basic things that mm-hmm. people just didn't necessarily think of, mm-hmm. of doing. And, and we, we created an, an invitation mm-hmm. that made sense for them. Mm-hmm. We got them to show up to the event. We delivered the presentation mm-hmm. on, on, on not only really how they work, but more so in the sales process, I believe every single buying decision is an emotional decision, mm-hmm. um, but it needs to be backed by logic to, to right. prevent cancellations and mm-hmm. things like that. So creating stories to take people on this emotional journey mm-hmm. of what it would look like to, to mm-hmm. feel those products within their home, right. uh, you know, to, to not have those drafts, drafty mm-hmm. uh, windows right. when you're getting out of the shower and that mm-hmm. shower curtain, you know, you know, the winter time mm-hmm. thing, like we spoke directly to really even their subconscious mm-hmm. uh, to get them to be able to feel what that would look like right. when they had these products in mm-hmm. their home. And I think this, again, this wasn't anything that I knew right away, but it was, it was a learned uh, process. And thankfully I was able to, you know, do, make sales and, you know, pay my way through this process mm-hmm. of actually learning. So by, by the, um, the next year, 2012, that would have been, um, I realized this thing was, this was cranking. So let me now recruit, let me hire some, some right. reps. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that year, that was my sole focus. By the end of that year, we had 26 sales crews, uh, within 38 States throughout the country. We Holy did. Cow. Yeah. We did 12 million in business that year. And again, uh, in 2013, mm-hmm. Um, and at that point it's like, okay, this thing is really working. This is a well-oiled machine. The product is pretty much irrelevant is Mm -hmm. the realization I had. So I thought, what else could we sell Mm -hmm. through this format? What's another need Mm -hmm. that we could identify? And so I started another company. Um, and then we continually added new products to that. I started another company and, and now leading up to, you know, it's 2020 now. Um, I've, I've started seven different companies. Wow in different industries mm-hmm. and every single one of them we've taken to seven mm-hmm. and a couple of them, even eight figures within the very, very first year. And that's how we've accumulated this over 100 million in sales. But I think the key component is 
is not that it's about me at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it is about the system that mm -hmm. that works and it can right. work for anybody, any product, any mm -hmm. service uh, by, by, you know, strategically uh, developing a campaign that speaks to your true client mm -hmm. avatar, um, but speaks to it even in a, a subconscious format in which um, we're getting people to, to feel uh, in, in to understand what it would look like to, to own those products or to own right. the services that, that mm -hmm. you'd actually would offer. Right. Uh, so that, that's kind of, I mean, my, my long background and, and, and story, mm -hmm. uh, but in really through that process, it's, it just has become my, my love for, you know, we, we this kind of started out talking about sales. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is just understanding that this isn't about sales is not about manipulation mm -hmm. or getting somebody to do something they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. It's getting them to identify the benefits of why they would want to do it, mm -hmm. creating sense of urgency to getting them to make a decision. Because at the end of the day, if you have a great product and you have a great service, mm -hmm. but nobody knows about it, mm -hmm. or they don't have a reason to take action mm -hmm. for it, you're not helping anybody. Right. Right. And that's the mindset mm -hmm. of coming at sales from a servant mm -hmm. standpoint versus mm -hmm. trying to get somebody to do something that they don't want to do. Right. So, yeah. And, and I love that you identified a need even if it wasn't a sexy, glamorous, you know, it was something people needed. Right. And <clears throat> that's what's hard sometimes is, you know, we're, we're the, the entrepreneur, the business person, and we've come up with the greatest thing in the world and everybody should want it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But, you know, there's, it, and, and, you know, it, it does come back to um, the, the hierarchy, uh, Maslow's hierarchy. You bet where we have to have our basic needs met first. Mm -hmm. And that was an awful lot of what you were doing. You know, maybe a little couple steps up, but not too much. I mean, you know, getting, getting insulation is really not one of those, those high things, but it's something that has to be done. Right. Um, you know, and, 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 and it's, again, it's, it's one of those things people don't think about. Do I need, do I have insulation? Um, you know, all of these various <laughs> things or, you know, whatever the, the products are. So it was figuring out what you wanted. And, and it was interesting because as you were talking about this, I was thinking about another interview that I did not long ago where, you know, that we, one of the things that you hear is, you know, when you're doing something you love, it's not work. And my response to that is always, <laughs> you know? now for some people that really does work out, but sure. for most people it doesn't. And so what this gentleman was talking about was the fact that he did what what helped him to be able to do what he loved. Mm -hmm. So what he did allowed him to spend time with his family, to, to go on vacations, to do all of those things. And so he was cool with the fact that this wasn't the, the you know, the, the biggest, greatest thing in the world, but it let him do that. And I think sure. that sometimes is where we get lost because we're thinking, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm this entrepreneur, I'm this small business owner, and I need to solve the world's problems. Sure. Absolutely. And I, I think that what, what you said, when, when you're doing something you love, it's not really work. I, I agree with you. I think that's mm -hmm. the togwash. Cause if it's not work, then you're not work. Then you're not doing right. that hard enough. Right. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, it, you know, that's like, I love getting a, a workout in, in my gym, mm -hmm. but if I'm not pushing myself to, it's, it's a reason it's called a workout. Like right. I love lifting mm -hmm. weights, but mm -hmm. if I'm not pushing myself to the point where it's actually work, mm -hmm. you're not doing it any you're not right. doing anything. You are, we are 100% either progressing or we are regressing right. as human beings. If you are not pushing yourself to the limit, 
it, I believe we are all called the excellence at, at something, mm-hmm. right? Each mm-hmm. person has to identify what right. that actually is. Mm-hmm. But no matter what we do, we should do it wholeheartedly with mm-hmm. all of our effort, mm-hmm. believing that we're not doing it just for our own good, but for the good of, of others. Right. And, and I think that's key, with, especially as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. Um, you have a, if you have a great product, a great service, a great idea, mm-hmm. you're like, who wouldn't want this? Mm-hmm. Run with it. But right. I will be the first to tell you, if you build it, they do not come. Right. I don't care what oh, the yeah. movie says. Mm-hmm. It is it's not happening. You can have the greatest product or service in the world, mm-hmm. but I think you even said this early on, which I love, Deb, was like, uh, if, if they don't like you, you could have the greatest product mm-hmm. in the world, but right. if you've come off as that slimy, mm-hmm. icky, gross salesperson, mm-hmm. they're still mm-hmm. not going to buy from you, mm-hmm. right? It, it all comes down to sales today has mm-hmm. completely changed from what it was right. two, three decades ago. Mm-hmm. People want to do business with those that they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and even if they, you have a product or service that might not be 100% the best mm-hmm. thing for them, they're still going to choose you over the, your competitor right. that they don't mm-hmm. know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Right. right. It's They'll about relationship. Pay more. Absolutely will. Absolutely will. And because of the, the value that they put on that, a relationship, no, like, and trust buyers today are educated. They're mm-hmm. not the old techniques of what used to work. Mm-hmm. Like the, I think of just the car salesman, mm-hmm. like, you know, let me go talk to my manager and, mm-hmm. you know, spin the ground oh, oh, sign here. It. And they come back in, they do all these happy faces are written on the, I've yeah. been known to tell car salesmen, if you come back with a happy face written on the paper, <laughs> I'm getting up and leaving. And he looked it. at me and I said, not going to cut it. <laughs> and, and, you know, and he was fine. You know, he was like, oh, chuckle, chuckle, you know, and he said, okay, I do have to run stuff past my manager. He said, but no happy faces. That's funny. That's great. <laughs> And, and I, more, more and more people are, are just, they're sick of that. And, mm-hmm. and they want a, a, a genuine relationship, mm-hmm. a genuine right. buying experience. Mm-hmm. And not, because nobody wants to be sold, right. but everybody wants to buy. Mm-hmm. And why I love these group events mm-hmm. and, and dinner events mm-hmm. is part of that reason is we create an environment. Mm-hmm. It's a neutral environment in which, you know, everybody's there for the same reason. It's mm-hmm. to learn what, what right. you got to, you know, we positioned mm-hmm. our, our clients as the authoritative figure mm-hmm. in their industry. They're the expert. Uh, we have an audience there that is there to learn mm-hmm. and we educate them. We provide tremendous mm-hmm. value. And if you did a good enough job, mm-hmm. there's a, just a component of it. When you ask for that follow-up appointment, mm-hmm. you know, there's a certain percentage of people that they're just never, they're, they don't need it. They're right. never in the business. Yeah. They're there for they the free came meal. For the free dinner. Exactly. Uh, there's a certain percentage that are going to buy no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then the majority lies in the middle and they're like, mm-hmm. you know what? This seems like a good idea. I really like this guy or this girl. Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's meet with them. Let's see mm-hmm. what they have to offer. Right. And that's where the magic happens mm-hmm. uh, in delivering a presentation, getting them to know, like, and trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sets, get, getting that a, a follow-up appointment to meet with them the next day. Um, again, that's through creating sense of urgency, right. but that's, mm-hmm. that's the unique approach that, that we use, mm-hmm. um, that I think, and especially right now with, with COVID and everything that's been going on, that personal, um, touch that, that just mm-hmm. experience, or maybe, you know, we're elbowing or we're pounding now versus handshake. Right. Um, but anyway. just sitting down, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And, and being able to break mm-hmm. bread with somebody, there's just something special about that. Uh, right. and, and part of that too, is the law of reciprocity mm-hmm. is 
is in place. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've, I've delivered great value. I've provided you a nice meal. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, just they, they, they're, you know, subconsciously mm-hmm. obligated to give you mm-hmm. an additional, you know, set time. Yeah, they or, feel, oh, okay, I probably need to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely, right. absolutely. And I think that's just a, a unique approach. And again, mm-hmm. this dinner seminars aren't for everybody. Oh, I'll right. be the, mm-hmm. I'll be the first to, to tell people that. And that's why we always start out with a strategy call just to I- identify what it is you sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even further than that, we really dive into what do you really, really sell? Mm-hmm. So when I ask, mm-hmm. what is your product or your service? Mm-hmm. I don't care what the product is. If it's mm-hmm. a tangible physical product, um, let's use a pen. Okay. You sell yeah. pens, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, you don't sell pens, right? right? Because people don't buy a pen because they want a pen. They need, no. they want the pen so they can write. Mm-hmm. And whatever their, you know, whoever their client mm-hmm. is, they don't want the pen just to write. Mm-hmm. They want the pen to be able to deliver a message mm-hmm. that makes somebody feel comfortable or right. inviting or you know, what, whatever the use of that pen is. So mm-hmm. we get to the benefits of the benefits of the benefits mm-hmm. of what your product is mm-hmm. and identifying if who your true client avatar is, mm-hmm. who needs this, and can we build a, an invitation to get people to take mm-hmm. action, take them on a journey to a compelling presentation to again to take action to mm-hmm. want to to you know order your products or mm-hmm. services um, a pen is probably not a, a great example because dinner seminars if you're selling a pen right mm-hmm. or if you're selling a $48 widget okay mm-hmm. with with no additional lifetime value mm-hmm. to to that product or service i will be the first to tell you that dinner seminars are probably not the best mm-hmm. route to go right solely based upon your return on investment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so t- typically, because it, it takes some money, you're buying some nice steak dinners and mm-hmm. you, you know, you're crafting invitations. That takes some money to make that happen. Remember though, I did it with 673 bucks mm-hmm. in my bank right. account. So, right. but I, I had a product that had decent enough margins that allowed mm-hmm. me to make a, you know, two, 300% return mm-hmm. on my investment that again, I was able to reinvest into mm-hmm. our marketing um, you know, kind of a snowball mm-hmm. effect uh, once we were we were up and running. But um, if you do have a forty eight dollar widget, that then you can um, take that customer mm-hmm. on a buying process that mm-hmm. can upsell them to a five hundred dollar product to a five thousand. Mm-hmm. You have a lifetime value to your customer. Then it maybe would make sense mm-hmm. to get them in the door via an event. But we always start out with just a simple strategy call mm-hmm. that's completely free, just to make sure it would make sense right. before we ever invested mm-hmm. any dollars into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's component because or a key component, because we want to, we want to, if, if, if dinner seminars are not the right way to go, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a, we, we do a lot of online funnels as well, mm-hmm. um, for, for some of our smaller ticket items and things like that. Um, we have phone rooms, call centers, things like mm-hmm. that. So we're, we're, we're a sales organization, mm-hmm. Um, but most of all, everything we've learned has been from doing dinner seminars, mm-hmm. just understanding how humans connect and respond right. um, with other humans. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, well, and it's, go ahead, it's tricky because recently, well, we're going to ignore the fact that the last three months we haven't been able to have dinner and, you know, all those various sure. things. Sure. But, you know, but one of the big things that dinner seminars have, have uh, been known for are timeshares, right? Oh, yeah. You know, and those never come off well. (laughs) (laughs) And, but, you know, and and so that comes back to the no like trust, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, but it's funny because there's another one there and it's somebody here that, that I know 
who does a, a dinner seminar and he's talking about financial planning. But and that's very different because he knows his market. I mean, he's talking about wills and estates. So he's, he's you're not his market. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm his market. Sure, sure, <laughs> and sure. So, you know, he knows exactly who to invite. He's trustworthy. You know, we know him. He goes to networking events, all these things. And so we know, okay, well, when we go to one of his events, we're, we're going to get dinner, but, and, but we're going to get the sales pitch, sure. you know, and, and, but we know that. So it's okay. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, it's, and so that goes back to one of the things and, and you actually have it as, as one of the big key messages on your website is qualified people. Yeah. And that's the whole thing that I think so many people get so caught up in, in, and especially when we're just starting out, is we do the shotgun approach. Right. You know, we add every single person we come in contact with to our email list or our LinkedIn, con- or, you know, whatever it is, and then we're going to sell to every person, and and most of them could care less. Right. You know, they might be polite, they might not unsubscribe or unfriend, but they're not going to care in the slightest. So talk to us really about what what a qualified person is. Yeah, absolutely. So whenever we engage with with a new client, um, part of our, our process is, is, as I mentioned, that early strategy call mm-hmm. and then and then moving on from there, it's we want to identify who that true client mm-hmm. avatar is. Right. Um, and if you have if you're if you're in business, you have a you know you've made some sales. You can probably you know narrow that down on what that looks mm-hmm. like on, on right. you know it age is not range. Everyone, I exactly. hate it when I say. And who are you marketing to? Everyone, <laughs> right? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wasting dollars if you're doing that. Uh, there's 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 a science to this approach, and mm-hmm. and um, narrowing it down, it could be age range, it could be by sex, you know, male, female. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it, uh, from the financial planning Mm -hmm. standpoint, is it 55 and up? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, is it those coming um, closer to retirement or is this something that new families need? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, is my true client, uh, are they renters? Are they homeowners? Mm-hmm. Um, do they have certain household incomes mm-hmm. or is it lower income that, that, you know, cause some right. products are perfect for a lower income mm-hmm. family. So, mm-hmm. uh, we want to take all that into consideration. And then, um, what we do if we're, you know, whether it's online or we'll just use direct mail, for example, mm-hmm. cause we do a ton of direct mail is we can buy that, those lists, the data. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you're in Atlanta. If we're going to go to, uh, Marietta, Georgia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a suburb there, right? It's just north of us. Yeah. Just north of you. Perfect. So if I could I, throw a, a rock really hard, I'd hit Marietta. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so good. I have a good guess then. Um, so yeah, if, if we're going to, you know, identify a demo, a de- so we've, a demographically, we've identified mm-hmm. who our client is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then geographically, we want to narrow that in mm-hmm. as well. Um, where do my clients buy? Where, mm-hmm. where are they actually located? If you have an online product, it, we could maybe cast it you know, the, the net wider, mm-hmm. but if it's, if it's, uh, uh, we want to, you know, we're selling a, a physical tangible product. We're in home. We're in, we're in the solar industry. Let's right. call it that. Right. We're, we're installing. You're not going to go 50 miles away. Sure. Absolutely. So we can, we can narrow that down geographically as well. And then we can buy that data. There, those, that it's a, it's, it's scary really mm-hmm. on what the, how much data is actually. Oh, I know. Anybody who us. thinks they don't know everything about you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's so creepy. When, and this has been for years. I mean, I used to buy lists twenty years ago that were really pretty good. 
Yeah, absolutely. And now nowadays too, just with everything online, mm-hmm. we, they know what we're searching, yep. you know, what, what, you know, and that's why we get, we search, uh, you know, uh, vacuum cleaners. And the mm-hmm. next thing we know we're on Facebook and vacuum cleaners are oh, popping yeah. up on You're our like, mm. the dirt. <laughs> so you listening to me. So it's, uh-huh. it's eerie to feel that way, but it's out there. So mm-hmm. if it's out there, we might as well use it for mm-hmm. our advantage. Um, so we're able to buy then that, that data, that list, and then we're able to craft a message on how, how those people will make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually curiosity is what works the best. And if it's, you know, solar, for example, we just use that. It's like, all right, well, uh, you know, before you buy solar, make sure you know these five tips, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or something along those lines, just right. creating like, oh, well, mm-hmm. what is this all about? Mm-hmm. And then when they come to the event uh, or they download our ebook or whatever it is, we're going to lay out some good value that they mm-hmm. should, you know, should know. Mm-hmm. And then more than likely your company, your product is going to be able to solve all of those right. things that they, they should know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's where we want to, we want to qualify the lead as much as possible, mm-hmm. but to, to an extent that's not too, too niche, right? Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. um, you, you can go too far in, in that right. aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'll, we'll just use dinner seminars again, mm-hmm. for example. Um, it's funny because we work obviously a lot of financial planners, advisors, mm-hmm. our, our clients, but we've, we've really kind of put our flag in the ground that we do. Uh, there's a lot of companies that fill events for financial planners, but mm-hmm. we do it for pretty much every other industry, you know, mm-hmm. and, and not just financial planners, mm-hmm. attorneys or timeshares. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we do this for, uh, you know, doctors, uh, you know, dentists, cause wow. you know, we talked about vet dentistry. Mm-hmm. We haven't done it for, for vets yet, but I, I think yeah. that could actually work. We've done it for dog trainers. We've oh, definitely yeah. done it uh-huh. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done this for, uh, um, aviation, uh, uh, how to get your, your, um, a pilot's license to cool. investment clubs, to, mm-hmm. uh, home remodeling, solar, you know, all sorts of different mm-hmm. industries that we've worked with, worked in. Um, that this, this really works very, very well for, uh, because at the end of the day, it's just getting a group of people together mm-hmm. in a room that are, you know, interested in mm-hmm. what you have to offer. Right. Um, so I, I forget where I was going with this, Deb, but I think we we're talking about like demographics and narrowing right. it down. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Demo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to make it too, too niche because one of the, my, it's kind of like a, a pet peeve of mine, but I love getting this where people don't want to buy dinner for, for people. Like, it's like, well, I think that's just a waste of money. And, mm-hmm. and you could send an invitation. You can do your marketing without providing a dinner. And I guarantee right. you, you're going to get a 10th of a 10th of a 10th mm-hmm. of a 10th response rate right. mm-hmm. uh, versus buy, having a premium mm-hmm. giving, you know, it's the law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you something. It just, it works mm-hmm. extremely well. Um, but then some of our clients get a little upset when they're like, uh, and they, they've—I don't know how this word ever came about—but they call them plate lickers, um, which is not a word that I've ever created. But it's people that just show up that don't even know what the heck they're there for, but they're just there to eat the meal right. and, and bowl. Which is, to me, I love those people. And oh, here's, especially here's, if you can convert them. Holy schmoly! Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If you can convert them, because a, a dynamic enough presentation mm-hmm. can actually—I've I've done it many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but those people who come in with that attitude they are typically your biggest allies. Right. And the reason is, is they already know they don't, they're not going to do business with you. So Mm -hmm. whether it's subconsciously or not, they kind of feel a little guilty. So they're going to just go along with whatever you say. And they're Mm -hmm. like your biggest cheerleader in the room where they're, they're the ones nodding their head like, Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. Yep. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And, and I, I feed off them because when Mm -hmm. you're doing a group presentation, it's, 
emotionally energy. Oh yeah, and you need to find the one or two people, you know, or more, hopefully. But Absolutely. those who are nodding and smiling and. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I love those people for that reason, because part of that dynamic, we, why we call this the social dynamic selling system is mm-hmm. in, any, in any setting, a personal setting, there is a social dynamic that's mm-hmm. happening. Even right, right now, between you and I, mm-hmm. there's a dynamic that's happening. Um, and when you're in a, a sales presentation, there is a social dynamic happening mm-hmm. where people are kind of looking around going, are they doing this? Is, they think this is a good idea. Uh-huh. I and don't know are, them, but Mm, if they're going to do it, maybe I should too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, it's one of those things. It's going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. We might as well use it to our advantage. Mm-hmm. And that's why I would gladly spend an extra 15, 20, 30 mm-hmm. bucks on a steak dinner for them, whatever it is, right. for them to, to mm-hmm. put off those vibes and that energy in the room um, to create that dynamic right. that, that we're actually right. looking for to get the others mm-hmm. to, to actually mm-hmm. convert. Uh, and and most people, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm I'm thinking that that the people who are going just for the free dinner are fairly rare. I mean, you know, most of us are we're, we're you know we're we're not going to do that because we'd feel guilty, right? Um, you know, and and so you know we're going to go. We're going to pay attention, um, you know, and and whether we follow up or not, of course, that depends on the presentation. But we Absolutely. were at least interested enough to to say, okay, I'm I'm going to go and I'm going to listen, and give them the respect that they need, you know, to Absolutely. to listen to their presentation and not just you know eat the steak. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, I think you're going to get a few people that, again, just don't care. They're coming for the food. That's fine. Or I just show me, you show me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but the, in, for those, for those people, you know, what we teach a lot f- with, with our clients is how to deliver a presentation. Um, we've f- just with everything we've learned over the last decade in doing this, uh, in, in just the in-depth ongoing training that I've, I've, learned. Um, I'm, a, I'm a, actually a master practitioner in NLP, neuro-linguistic right. programming, mm-hmm. um, which is what I love. I geek, geek out to understanding why people make decisions mm-hmm. and how they make decisions mm-hmm. and, and being able to, you know, uh, uh, subconsciously speak to them to want to make that decision, mm-hmm. right? You could, yeah, we've all heard the, the uh, phrase, you can lead a horse to water, but mm-hmm. you can't make it drink. Right. But what I could do is put salt in that horse's oats and naturally he's going to want to drink. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so There's that's the reason what, bars give you chips. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. That, that's a perfect example of it. It's like they're going to drink more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, manipulative about that. Yeah. It just, it is what it is. You don't have mm-hmm. to eat the chips. You don't right. have to respond yeah. to it. I'm just mm-hmm. creating that environment. And mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're going to grasp at it, mm-hmm. then great. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. continue down the path right. to get you to make mm-hmm. a decision. Again, whether that's yes or no, mm-hmm. it, it's irrelevant. At least I've got a decision. So I know mm-hmm. where I need to focus my, my efforts next. Right. So, um, yeah, so that, I mean, that's uh, our, our passion really is, you know, how this all kind of came about, just to, to give you an idea, I, we still have our own, cl- our, excuse me, our own businesses. I've, mm-hmm. I brought a, a business partner on now. Mm-hmm. Scott Thomas is his name. Um, he is a, a master of, of marketing and uh, him and I really feed off each other well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this kind of all came about, you know, five, five, six years ago or so after, you know, experienced some great success mm-hmm. in sales. I had my own companies. Financially, everything was great. Um, but I remember so clear one, one evening I came home, it was a Wednesday night. Cause usually, you know, our, a lot of our events are held on like Mondays, Tuesdays, and then mm-hmm. we're out selling our, our deals on like, uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I came home this Wednesday evening and, 
and I, I remember so clearly, I just had this, this feeling of like unfulfillment within me. It was just like this, this, you know, financially things were great, mm-hmm. but it was just like, I didn't enjoy what I was doing. I, I had zero passion mm-hmm. for what I was doing. No passion for any of the products that we were selling. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when people say you got to find a product that you're passionate about, and I think you'd mentioned this too, right. it's like- You got to at least not be me. A hundred percent. But what I, but remember I was selling home remodeling products. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care about any of that stuff. Right. But what I was mm-hmm. passionate about was providing for my family. Right. And, and the vision that I had put in place, you know, at a young age of what I was going to do and accomplish in my life. And so whatever those products were, they certainly couldn't be anything, you know, that would hurt or harm anybody we would never do anything like right. that, but mm-hmm. they need to provide a need and a service to people. Um, but I just felt like this feeling of unfulfillment. And I think it really boiled down to for, for anybody listening, that's maybe had some financial success in their life you quickly realize that it's not always about the money. Right. Right. Uh, unless you don't have enough of it. When you don't have enough of it, it is and it's about the money, mm-hmm. about the money. Right. And then once you uh, have it, it's kind of like, well, now what? And, and right. you realize there's more to it than mm-hmm. that. And, and I thought back to the early days of when I very first started out in sales of, you know, the, the feast and famine kind of lifestyle, mm-hmm. the struggle of where I'm going to get my next lead, where the next sale is coming mm-hmm. from. And, and just that, that, that stress of how, not only how am I going to pay the bills for my company, but how am I going to pay the bills for my family? That right. entrepreneurship mm-hmm. cycle, which it's not easy. And I mm-hmm. get it for, for the entrepreneurs on the, on the call here. I've been there. I've lived it. And I thought back to, man, there are so many people that have a passion for their product, mm-hmm. a passion for their service, but they just don't know how to reach the masses. And as we mentioned, if, if, if you have that, but you don't have a lead system mm-hmm. or a sales system, you are not doing anybody right. any service, mm-hmm. your clients, nor you or your family, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to have a lead generation system. And so that's when I thought like, man, maybe the system here is the product. Like, mm-hmm. could right. I teach mm-hmm. this to people? Mm-hmm. And I just started to write everything from how we identify the avatar to our marketing pieces to... Uh, how do we negotiate prices with the restaurants mm-hmm. to how we cool. uh, set up the room? Mm-hmm. Do we, what time do we have dinner or is it a bre- breakfast mm-hmm. or is it a lunch? All of that came into play um, even to how we follow up with people that mm-hmm. don't make purchases. And I, I laid out what's what we now call mm-hmm. the social dynamic selling system mm-hmm. um, into a, a, st- a very structured program that we teach our clients. Mm-hmm. And I actually even, I, I wrote a book on it called Food for Thought, um, how to use dinner seminar marketing to grow oh, your business. Yes. Be Vanna, be Vanna. In ways you never thought. Yeah, <laughs> here it is. Um, and it's available on Amazon, but the, the real reason I wanted to create this book was because I remembered, you know, starting out again uh, with the few dollars that I had, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a lot of money to, to invest into myself. And, and we certainly, we take on clients um, but to, that cost money to, 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 you right. know, afford my time, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. not, I don't say that like arrogantly, but I just but say if you are your product, you are your service. I mean, you know, you're exactly, yeah. but I, I wanted to be able to help those that still what was the 22 right. year old me. Yeah. Like, and so they I can buy the book. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. And everything in this book is literally 
there's so much content in this book that can lead you to, to starting your own campaign within, you could have within the next month, you could have your own campaign mm-hmm. um, simply by going through this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, from, from there, we, we put together some digital courses, tra- mm-hmm. trainings that, that teach people how to do it. Um, even sales training on, mm-hmm. uh, I have a second book coming out called Intentional Influence, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, using NLP and, and how to speak to the subconscious mm-hmm. to get people to, to make those decisions. Um, and, and then we have obviously done for you type programs, right. which is like hiring us to actually mm-hmm. do and run your campaign for you. Um, which that, that's where it's, you know, it takes some money to do that. We can only take right. on a handful of clients mm-hmm. each year to do that. I love doing that. That's my passion, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to only help those that had a big marketing budget. I wanted to be able to help those right. that were early on mm-hmm. starting out that had a vision mm-hmm. and you either have time or you have money. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you don't right. have money, even you got time, you ha- still mm-hmm. have every aspect. You mm-hmm. are not, you know, are not further behind. In fact, mm-hmm. I would think you are further ahead than somebody that only mm-hmm. has money right. because your time is your most valuable right. asset. And if you can, you know, focus on surround yourself mm-hmm. with the right mindset of people, read the right content, mm-hmm. feed your mind with that, that type of information, positive affirmations, you're going to be far mm-hmm far ahead of somebody that only has money right. without a doubt mm-hmm. uh, because that's that's the entrepreneur mm-hmm. you know uh, the solopreneur starting out to somebody with a few client mm-hmm. or a few employees that is the journey mm-hmm. that you're going to go on and that's going to be you know when I look back now I, I've missed those days of when I was mm-hmm. first starting out it was like that was the well, one of the been so exciting mm-hmm. so exciting mm-hmm. so exciting I made so many dumb decisions um, but it's so fun to look back on mm-hmm. because the thrill of the hunt during that time is like what fuels yeah. me. And, yeah. and you learned from the, the things that were the dumb decisions. Absolutely. And because I truly, truly there is, if you think you have failed at, at, at certain components in your business, do not look at it mm-hmm. in that fashion. Look at it as th- there's no failure. There's only feedback. Mm-hmm. And what you do with that information is what makes you a failure or not. Mm-hmm. Um, If you take that feedback and can apply it Mm -hmm. to, you know, how to make it different or how to go about it a different way, you're never going to be a failure in in the entrepreneurship world. Um, Just stick to it. Those that hustle are always going to wind up on top. Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know, and and you mentioned time. We are about out of time. But (laughs) what I was going to say is, you know, as as we're recording this, it is June of 2020. This is going to air a little bit later. And then, of course, people listen to to these for, for months and even years. But right now, we have time. We're not commuting. We're not going to networking events. We're not going and meeting with clients. So now is a great time to be thinking about all of these things. I think there are, are a lot of people who are completely rethinking their careers, either by choice or by, oh, maybe not so much choice. Um, right. you know, and, and so you, you have to have these things in order. So tell people how they find you. And, and you mentioned that your book is on Amazon. But if they want to reach out and connect to you, how do they do that? Yeah, the best way, uh, a couple sites. So socialdynamicselling.com, um, g- great site. We've got even, I have a dinner seminar blueprint on there that you can download for free. Uh, and it just kind of basically takes you through the d- six different mm-hmm. steps that we take our clients through. Um, rileymeek.com, mm-hmm. uh, which Riley is spelled R-Y-L-E-E. It's a little different. There's a lot um, of E's in your name. <laughs> a lot of E's, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my, my daughter's name is L-E, so I had to keep the E's going. Of course. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but on there too, uh, another great place for, for the book. So the, you can buy the book on Amazon. It's a you know paperback copy that gets mailed out to you. 
Um, but we also put together, I think it's like 15 bucks or something on mm -hmm. Amazon. Um, but also social dynamic sales mm. Um, and I put together a free plus mm -hmm. shipping offer for that. Mm. And, and what I'll even do for those is I'll, I can email out immediately an electronic version cool. of, of the book. Mm -hmm. So you can get, you know, reading on it right away. Mm -hmm. It's just a PDF version, but um, for those that it's, it's, it's unique because you can, you can get after it right away, but I have it mm -hmm. step by step. Don't skip mm -hmm. around, read through it from front to back, mm -hmm. uh, because it is strategically in, in okay. that format to have your own campaign up mm -hmm. and running within you know, as little as 28 days. Right. right. Um, and, but, and of course the benefit is that you're, you've qualified these people mm -hmm. and you're giving your, your initial presentation to many people. As opposed to one na one na one na one na one, and then you do the one on ones. Right, absolutely. It's really kind of an offline funnel that you mm -hmm. know it, we're starting with a, a group audience. Mm -hmm. We're narrowing it down to right. our our niche people that respond. We narrow it down to those that show to the event, mm -hmm. to asking for an appointment, and then ultimately meeting with the, mm -hmm. those that actually make the purchase. So it's a great system. It's unique, and I tell you, it's 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 worked like gangbusters for us. I love it. I love it. Well, again, probably the easiest is RileyMeek.com. That'll get you everywhere else you, you need to be with lots of E's. R-Y-L-E-E-M-E-E-K. -E -E <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Final thoughts? Um, yeah, I have so many thoughts, I guess. But I mean, with action comes clarity. Okay. So, and especially right now, uh, right. with what's going on with COVID, there's so mm -hmm. many people that have pumped the brakes. They aren't spending money on, mm -hmm. on marketing dollars because of uncertainty that's mm -hmm. happening. I'll tell you when it happened, we, we doubled down our ad spend right. online because I knew people are going to be home and they're, they're responding right. more. They're yeah. looking for they're stuff. They're not to do. commuting. We just went through the whole list of all those. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So with action comes clarity. If you're not sure mm -hmm. the right way to go about it, schedule a strategy call with myself mm -hmm. or somebody on my team. We're happy to spend 30 minutes with you. No charge and at least give you some of our advice or two cents, whether that's with us or not, we can mm -hmm. give you, you know, some direction. Um, but if you're going to do it, just freaking do it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, what are you doing? Like right. we have one life to live. Mm -hmm. We live it every single day. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to sit back and wait for life mm -hmm. to come at you. Go after it and, mm -hmm. and, you know, take life by the horns. Perfect. I love it. Well, this has been a great discussion about sales. Right. <laughs> it was fun. We made it fun. I hope everybody I enjoyed hope so. this because it really was very interesting. Um, you know, and, and something that isn't for everyone, but there's tons of resources and, and things on Riley's websites. So please make sure you go and check those out because there's a variety of different things. And now really is a good time to be thinking about things like this. So I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a great time talking with Riley Meek. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>